Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. Let's read from Genesis chapter 1. We read couple of verses and then we are going to read the book of revelation verses one to three in the beginning god created the heaven and the earth and the heart was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and god said let there be light and there was light let's read verse 26 and god said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. We have read this scripture in the past, but we, we have revisited it today for a purpose. Let's read Revelation chapter 1. We are going to read verses 4 to 6. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loveth us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests unto God. And his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now, I've read those two portions of scripture today because of what we are going to do today. I want you to note in particular in Genesis chapter 1, we saw God came on the scene, started creating, and God said, and it was done. And then God said, let us create human. And God did, made them in his own image. And God gave them, you know, an assignment. And God gave them dominion. And God gave them an assignment. They should go and be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over it. And that revelation that we read, he said, and this was from a letter from our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, he has made us kings and priests unto God and his father. And those words are going to be very, very important tonight. In our teaching tonight, in our teaching so far, we have, we have, we we've been looking at Genesis chapter one. We've been looking at Genesis chapter two. Now, what we've done is that we've come across three concepts, three important, foundational, fundamental concepts to the to the scripture, to the re- revelation of the Bible. They are so foundational. They are backbone to biblical narratives. They run through the whole whole scripture. They hold the biblical revelation together. Obviously, there are other concepts we are going to come across, but we have come across these three concepts, and they hold the biblical revelation together, and they are quite important to our understanding of the scripture. So it is important as we as we read through the scripture, as you study the scripture, as we go through the scripture, it is important for us to look out for these, these three concepts as we make our way through the Bible. What are these three concepts? Again, we have studied them, but what I want to do here is to put them together. And there's one of them in particular that we barely brush through, and I'm going to go deeper into that. Now, these are the three 
concept that we have come across. They are foundational, they are fundamental, they are important, they are backbone to the revelation of God and they are backbone to the revelation of the plan and the purposes of God throughout the, the whole scripture. What are these three concepts? As you can see on your screen, it is the concept of kingdom, is the concept of covenant, and is the concept of temple. I will go over that again. Is the concept of kingdom, the concept of covenant, and the concept of temple. Now, this is very, very important. Very, very important. And one of the things you will see that is common to these three concepts, even though we have seen this concept in the creation story of the Bible, none of these three words was mentioned. None of this terminology was mentioned in the book of in, in, in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. Even though none of these three words, these three terminology appear in the creation account. However, as we have seen, we can see the element, we can see the language of kingdom, we can see the language of covenant, we can see the language of Genesis, I mean, of temple in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. I'll say it again, even though we don't, we didn't come across those words, the terminology by themselves, but we can see the the element and the language of kingdom of covenant and temple in the creation account of the bible in genesis chapter 1 and genesis chapter 2 we what we've seen in genesis chapter 2 is the fact that number one god elohim is king and god elohim who is king come to inaugurate his kingdom in on earth and that is what we see in the book of genesis chapter 1 and book of genesis chapter 2 so that's the first thing we see in the book of genesis and we have drawn through this that god elohim is king and what we see him doing in genesis chapter 1 is king and god the father is king the kingdom is the kingdom of god jesus the son is king the kingdom is the kingdom of jesus christ the holy spirit is king the kingdom is the kingdom of the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom is the kingdom of God. The kingdom is the kingdom of Christ. The kingdom is the kingdom of the Holy Spirit. And what we see in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and 2 is the inauguration of the kingdom of God on earth. And God created human to be his versa king, to rule as his representative on earth and remember what i said we are going we are just establishing this we are going as we as we move through the story of the of, of the bible i want you to keep your eyes on these three concepts so we so we've seen the concept of kingdom we've seen the concept of covenant that god administers his kingdom by establishing covenant with human and he did that first in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2 through our representative Adam and Eve. God then established a series of major covenants with his people in different periods of history. And through this progression of covenant, we see that the story of the rule of God, the story of the kingdom of God unfolded from Adam to Christ. It is through this progression of covenant that God made a different period of time with people. It is through this progression of covenant that the story of the rule of God, the story of the kingdom of God unfolded from Adam to Christ. And we have looked at those concepts of kingdom and we have looked at the concept of covenant. Okay, so God rules in his kingdom by covenant. Now, God rules in his kingdom by covenant from the temple. 
Now, the concept of temple is the one that we have not gone into deeper. Now, we have touched upon it. Remember, through during one of our series of teaching on humanity being created in the image of God, we ask ourselves some questions. And two of those questions we ask ourselves is, where do you find images of God's? We said that you find the images of God in the temple, that the temple is the nerve center of the kingdom. And it's the same thing in the kingdom of God. Okay. And one of the reasons why we know that Genesis chapter one is talking about kingdom is because God put his image in the garden. Okay. So we we ask ourselves that. Then we also ask ourselves a question. We said, why why are the images of God put in the temple? And the answer to that is because the temple is where the presence of God, the gods are. Or the temple is where the presence of God is. So where do you find the images of God? You find them in the temple. Why are the images of God put in the temple? Because the temple is where the presence of God is. And that is the same concept that we see in the Bible. Yes, we see it in the pagan world because they have perverted it. But the truth is that that is the truth of the revelation of the scripture. Okay, and we are going to go back and look at the concept of temple in the beginning. Okay, so we are going to look a little bit closer at that concept of temple in creation's story. Now, many scholars have argued that Eden was not just a farmland, that Eden was not just a garden. Yes, it was a garden, but actually Eden was an archetypical sanctuary. Eden was a typical, a type of sanctuary. Or we can say Eden was a temple garden. It was a garden, but Eden was much more than a garden. Eden was a type, a temple garden. Eden was a type of garden. Eden was an archetype <laughs> of sanctuary. I got there finally. It was an archetype of sanctuary. And it is very, very important for us to understand this, that when God created his man and his woman, He put them in Eden and God then planted a garden in Eden. And that Eden (laughs) Eden was an example of a temple. You know, everything that God was doing in the creation story, there is a reason behind this. Okay. So how do we know? How do we know that Eden was a temple garden? How do we know that Eden was an archetype of sanctuary? It's because of the storyline in Genesis chapter 1, as we have already seen it, okay, and we we have already seen that, but what I want to go into is the parallel between Eden and later Israelite sanctuary. So that actually helped us to understand that Eden was not just a garden, that Eden was a temple garden. Yes, the storyline in Genesis chapter 1, just like the story, just like the question we have asked ourselves, where do you find image of God? is in the temple and God put his image in Eden. Okay? In the garden of Eden. Why is the image of God put in the temple? Because the presence of God is there. We know that when we follow the storyline in Genesis chapter 1, it begins to turn our mind towards the fact that Eden was not just a garden, it was a temple garden. But we now want to explore the parallel between Eden and later Israelite sanctuary. The understanding of scholars, and we are going to look into this as we look at the parallel, the understanding of scholars is that when God was creating, that creation is God's temple. God created this creation to be his temple. 
and that humans are to be his priests in that temple. Now, when we go to later Israelite temple sanctuary, now this is the type of picture that we see in Israel later temple, isn't it? Essentially, the temple is like a box, a bigger box and a smaller box. So the, the, the tabernacle or later the temple in Israel is like a small box in a bigger box. And the small box is then divided into two. So we have the outer court here. We have the holy place here and we have the most holy place. And we have gone through, we have touched on this in the past. And we have seen that this was necessitated because there was a fall. Now, that is the pattern of Israel's tabernacle in later, later in the story. But when God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning, there was no fall. Okay. What was the pattern then? Now, this is what the pattern looks like. Now, you can see that all I have done, I've made the picture vertical. Because at the beginning, when God created, there was no veil between the most holy and the holy place. The most holy at the beginning was the kingdom of God in heaven and Eden. Because God came, God's presence was in Eden. And it is very, very important. And I'm going to explore this a little bit later on by the grace of God, that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the invisible kingdom of God invaded that garden of Eden. Okay. And the garden of Eden actually become a part of the most holy place. And that is where God put his man and his woman. And then the whole, the whole Eden then becomes the holy place. The presence of God was there. There was no separation between God and man. Because this is the picture of the temple in the creation. God was, and I'm going to, 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 to go into this a little bit. And then what God wanted Adam and Eve to do is to then take the presence of God into the whole world. And that is why God told them to do what? To multiply, to subdue the earth. And I'm going to go into that. So Eden was special. Eden was special. And there was the garden in Eden. Eden was special. Eden was a, a holy place. And it is important for us to understand this, that Eden was a holy place, was a holy space. Eden was a special space. Eden was a separated place. Eden was special. Eden was unique because the presence of God was there in Eden. Where do you find the presence of God? You find the presence of God in the temple of God. And that, I will put that picture up again. And that is what we see in Eden. So what you see in Eden is you have Eden and the garden, and you have the presence of God there. And what God wants Adam and Eve to do is to take that presence out into the world. Remember what we are talking about? We are looking at the concept of the temple in where? In the garden of Eden. Eden is the most holy place on earth where God comes to walk with Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve are priests in God's temple. They are both kings and priest. Remember where we read in Revelation chapter 1 verse 6, it said God has made us kings and priests. And when you read 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, it said we are what royal 
priesthood. Listen to me. This has always been God's desire from the beginning. God is king. We've talked about the king and his kingdom. God has God is king and he has come and what has he done? He has inaugurated his kingdom here on earth and he has come into a covenant relationship with us. But we need to understand that it is the kingdom is being administered from the temple. That what we see in Eden is actually a type and a picture of temple. And you are going to see this concept runs throughout the scripture. The Bible says that we are the temple of God. We individually and we as a church, we are God's temple. And what we see here was that Adam and Eve, they were God's Vasa king. And this is very, very important. They were king and they were priests. They were king and they were priests. And the Bible says that when the Lord Jesus came in the New Testament, he said, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, royal priesthood. And that was exactly what Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. They were royal priests. And Revelation chapter 1, and that is why we read Revelation chapter 1, that the Bible says that God has made us, Christ has made us both king and priest unto his father. Now, I'm going to stop here because there's still a little bit I want to talk about here. It is very, very important for us to see that this is what was taking place in the garden. This is what was taking place in creation. This is what God was doing, establishing his kingdom, you know, building his temple, putting his man in that temple, in that kingdom. His man was the king, his vassal king, his representative king, and his man was his priest. King to push the kingdom into the world and priest to relate to God. And that is what we see in the, in the beginning, in the creation story and in the Garden of Eden. And it is important for us to understand it because once we begin to understand it, the story that then unfolds from that point then will make a lot of sense. And then we'll be able to live our Christian life Okay, a whole lot of what we then talk about today, we'll be able to understand them in context of this big picture, in context of this whole story. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. We'll revisit this because this is really, really important for me to go over. I want to be sure that God help us to, by the Holy Spirit, to get a handle of this. And if you are listening to me and you are not born again, the time is short. Look at what is happening around us. Okay. The world, this world as we know it, is coming to an end. I don't know whether it will be tomorrow or two weeks or two years or 10 years or 15 years. But understand that when any one of us died, the world has come to an end for you. But listen to me, you can be saved. You can become a member of God's kingdom. God wants to make you, just like we read here, a king and a priest unto his God so that you can serve in the temple of God and so that you can rule in the kingdom of God. This is the desire of God and you can be part of that tonight. All you have to do is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Admit that you are a rebel, you are a sinner. Invite Jesus Christ to be your Lord and God and Savior. He will come in, He will save you and then He will walk with you. And when this is all over, you will spend eternity with Him in the new heaven and new earth. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.